In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Live from the Battery Atlanta and 680 The Fan Studios, it's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. DT in the house. He's ready to go. Road Dog Gillespie here today. And it's good to be back in the saddle. Had a few days off. And now ready to get back to work. How'd you play out there on the course? Yeah, man. It's, we've had some pretty good weather here. And that new PXG driver combined with the Mizuno irons. Man, I was playing great. Playing awesome. And loving playing, too. It is a wonderful time of the year, is it not? Good to be back in the saddle today. How'd the fill-ins do? Mike Morgan do fine? How about Mooneyham? How'd he do? Yeah, he, he hates Georgia, and, uh, man, he, he really showed it the last uh, couple days. Uh, he showed, those Georgia Tech colors he's a tech came man. through bright and shiny. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got a common bond, me and Mooney, is we both love high school football. And by the way, loving the high school the high school football state championship games over the last couple of days. We'll get more of them today. GPTV doing a great job covering those. Matt Stewart and the boys, Glenn Diamond, and our uh, staff here at 680 The Fan all over it also. All right, uh, you know the drill. Got to go fast on this one-hour show. Let's get to work. Bucks. Well, they tell us it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful it's a song we hear a lot during this Christmas season. But in college football, it's the busiest time of the year. Be thankful right now you're not a college football coach. Because your world would be turned upside down. Forty bowl games are about to kick off starting Saturday. Georgia Southern, I believe, getting it started this Saturday. So how many bowl game opt-outs are you dealing with? The transfer portal is open for business, so who's coming and who's going? National Signing Day is a week from today, the first of two. Got anybody flipping? Better lock down that commitment, coaches. And this year, mix in the intensity of the college football playoff controversy. And what do we have? We've got chaos is what we've got. For college coaches, it's not the most wonderful time of the year. Andy William. 
these coaches making good money these days, but you won't see them out Christmas shopping? No time for that. They're going to be lucky to get back home in time to see uh, to play Santa and see the kids open presents on Christmas Day. Because right now they are in a in the middle of a full blown storm. Is what they're in the middle of. No time to play golf like the rest of us sports talk radio dudes. I'm just saying. 10 o'clock hour on the fan. Dupree Plumbing uh, sponsors that. Go with the plumber I trust and save $50 off your next plumbing service at DupreePlumbing.com. You can stream the show at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Listen anywhere, anytime. That's driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online. For your next vehicle, visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and see what wow really means. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line and bring on the head coach of uh, Milton High playing for the state championship tonight. Coach Ben Reeves joins us. Uh, congrats, Coach, to you and your staff. You guys have had an awesome season this year. Yes, sir. We have. Uh, it's been a you know magical run for sure. A lot, lot of good memories, a lot of good moments, and uh, just hoping we have one more left in the tank. Coming up tonight. What's the anticipation, the excitement level at right now with you and your team and the high school? You've got an opportunity to play for a state championship tonight. Yeah, I mean the excitement is the the level is high. You know, um, ironically. Last night, uh, there was a celebration for the five-year anniversary of the first state title in school history that we won back in 2018. So just a lot of alumni back in town that are, you know, popping up, rooting for us. And I know we got a pretty cool send-off um, that the community is going to do for us. So the excitement is there. The buzz is there. Uh, you know, the kids feel it. They appreciate it. They enjoy it. And just ready to, to get back to the bins and give it our best shot and see what happens. And you're facing, look, in the state championship game, you expect to play one of the best teams in the state. I know Walton has been regarded as, as one of the teams to beat this year uh, from the preseason all the way through the regular season. Coach, what kind of challenge are you facing tonight? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're not just one of the best teams in the state. They're one of the best teams in, in the entire country. And, uh, you know, they haven't played any close games all year, I'll tell you that much. So it's a, it's a tremendous challenge for us. And, you know, it's just such a good program over there. A lot of respect for the coaches. Uh, you know, tremendous players, a, a tight-knit senior group that's been going at it for a while that, you know, plays together for each other and with a lot of energy. So, you know, the, the task couldn't be bigger for us. Um, but, you know, we're, we're a good team as well. You know, we're a good team as well, and that's why we're one or two left. And like I said, we're just going to go and give it our best shot and see what happens. Coach, I've had a chance to see you guys play several times this year. Of course, my boys played against you guys. You'd be in our, in our same region. So I uh, had a chance to uh, check you guys out. and Been so impressed, uh, especially with your skill group on offense, from uh, the quarterback to the running back to the tight end to the receivers. I, I have not seen a better collection of skill talent uh, anywhere in high school football this season. Coach, show uh, can you talk about that group specifically going into the showdown tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, I you know, I may be a little bit biased, but I, I firmly believe that our skill group, especially at, at receiver, is is the best in the state. Um, just because the the group is not only talented but but deep. You know, we we can put six guys on the field. Um, obviously not legally, but there are six guys <laughs> that we can put out there. You know, with with Division One offers that are are good players, and a lot of teams can't say that. And what's most impressive is, is just not how much they've developed, but when you have that much talent, uh, there's still only one football. And everybody wants that one football. And it's, it's easy when you don't get it to, you know, complain and, and, and pout. But these guys, they, they value the team success, the team win over the ball. It's a group of just, you know, what can I do for my team? Uh, what can I do to help us win? And that's what's most impressive about that talented group, uh, in, in my opinion. And your quarterback, I've had a chance to get to know him a little bit, work with him some. So impressed with the job that he's uh, done for you this season. Uh, it's been a, a tough year for him, a little dinged up in the middle of the year. He has come out the other side and really put together a great season for you. You must be proud of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of, of Luke and obviously, you know, through coaching his brother, I've seen him grow up just through our, you know, through our system and knew he was going to be a good player. Uh, knew last year when he started for us as a sophomore and led us to the, the semifinals that he was going to have a good career here at Milton. And he's he's doing everything that, that we all know that he could do and was capable of and definitely the heartbeat of this team. And, uh, you know, when he gets going, the team gets going and he's, he's tough to stop. And it's, you know, just outside of, of thoughts on Milton and Walton, just tonight's is going to be such an incredible just high school football game with just two talented blue-collar quarterbacks going at it. Um, it. It's just exciting from a football fan standpoint when you talk about the quarterback position, not only with Luke, but also with Jeremy. Uh, so it's just going to be a fun night tonight like watching that position. Coach, what about the team as a whole? Uh, what are you most proud of? What are you most impressed with from start to the finish leading into the title game tonight? You've got a lot of quality players, and they look like they've been together all season long. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm most proud just about the trust that they have in, in myself and the coaching staff. Uh, we've been going at this a long time, right? I mean, you know, August until now, it's a lot of days of grinding and working and practice and you know, ups and downs. And, you know, we just asked them, you know, months ago to, to just put in work daily, you know, put in work every single day, not necessarily for the game that we may be playing that Friday night, but to play our best football in November and in December. And they did that. They had that future mindset. Um, you know, they, they had their eyes fixed in, into something bigger than just a single game or, or a single week and just went to work and trusted that it was going to pay off for them. And, um, you know, I just, I, I'm most proud about that. And it, it makes me even more proud to see all their hard work and trust paying off and then getting the opportunity of a lifetime tonight in the bins. Yeah. What about that playing in the bins? Got to be a big moment for the team, the school, the community being a part of that. Uh, is that a big deal? It definitely is, and that's why, you know, I look back at just our, our strength of schedule. We've been in a, a lot of big, big moments already this season. You know, we've, we've gone down and uh, played in Miami against a, a top-ranked team, and, you know, Roswell game, 
Alpharetta game, you're always going to have, you know, four, five, six thousand people there screaming at you and just, you know, to play Colquitt in the third round and have to travel to Grayson. So we're, we're battle tested in a sense when it comes to big moments and environments. Uh, you know, this team, this team doesn't flinch. I know being inside the bins will be a little bit different just because of all the visuals, you know, all the distractions. So that's something that we'll have to try to battle through and, um, you know, soak up before the game starts. But we're excited to be back in the bins. And there's, uh, you know, there's always something magical when Milton plays in the bins on a Wednesday night. So I hope we got a little bit of magic left in us tonight. 7 o'clock kickoff, Milton and Walton going at it. GPTV will have the coverage on the TV side. Coach, again, outstanding season. It's been fun to watch all but one week. Uh, I didn't enjoy the one week, but uh, when you guys put it on us. But uh, best of luck tonight, and we sure appreciate your time on a big day for you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me on, and go Eagles. Coach Ben Reeves, head coach at Milton High, taking on Walton in the 7A final tonight, a state championship on the line. Coming back on the other side, we'll talk to Mort. Got the QB club. We're going to the club early on a Wednesday. Uh, talk Shades about that Georgia club. quarterback room. Uh, a lot to come. Glad you're with me. Back in the saddle. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. to you and yours got the buck blue show here on the fan 680 and 93 7 and it's bowl season the fan espn atlanta 103.7 and georgia's own credit union bringing you full bowl game coverage all month long tune in to espn atlanta 103.7 and the college football voice of the south 680 the fan for full coverage of bowl games including the live call to some of the biggest games out there. Our bowl coverage presented by Georgia's own credit union, Invesco, QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA and the word of mouth restaurants. Big take every day on this show. That is brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air for your HVAC repair. Contact locally owned Daco Systems at dacosystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. So the uh, high school football action continues today with a, another busy schedule, man. And it has been fun watching. Had some really good games, too. Uh, that Prince Avenue-Swainsboro game was pretty exciting. Uh, back-to-back titles for the Wolverines over at Prince Avenue. 
And then also Bowden and Manchester. Back to back titles for Bowden. That was a 28 27 game. Yesterday, Buck, we couldn't stop uh, watching Pierce County and Rockmart went triple OT. Oh, man, it was a good game. We couldn't get enough. Yeah, that was pretty. How about that Pierce County Bear quarterback? It didn't take long for us to realize. Yeah, they ran quarterback power. Caden McGaith. How many? How many carries did he have? He must have had. 40 he ran carries. for two hundred and fifty yards Ooh, and four touchdowns. Man, it was. Yeah, he. Uh, safe to say, he was driving the offense. It was. It was student body left, student body right. Uh, quarterback power. He. Uh, that young man's probably sore, but I'm sure you know feels good today. Congratulations to the Perry Panthers winning their first state title in four A. As they took down Stockbridge. And today we get Savannah Christian Cedar Grove at one. That's the three A game. We get uh, four o'clock the five A championship game. Creekside, the Seminoles taking on Coffee County, the Trojans coming out of South Georgia. And that one. And uh, looking at Milton and Walton tonight at seven o'clock. Great of uh, Coach Reeves. He's got some Valdosta roots. We go way back with his dad, played with my brothers down at Valdosta High. And, of course, uh, his his grandfather was a Little League coach down at Valdosta, played against him. So, yeah, us and the Reeves uh, family, we go way back uh, with those Valdosta roots. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line and talk a little, uh, talk a little NFL football with our man Chris Mortensen. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Mort, I hope you got your Christmas shopping done, man. When's Christmas? (laughs) I bet your wife's taking care of a lot of that. Yeah, we had a talk about that the other day. What, about the budget? You you just hit the magic word. Uh, <laughs> well, Alex, I'm sure he's expecting another big Christmas. Listen, Alice, one time when Alice was still in high school at Landmark Christian there in Fairburn, you know what he wanted for Christmas? And he got it because he gave us a heads up. A new car? No, it was a sore next whole weightlifting setup. Oh, wow. What'd you put in the garage? Put it in the garage. And, and uh, yeah, the former Falcon strength coach, Al Miller, helped set it up with the people who <laughs> would put it in with about, and that's what he wanted. And he didn't want anything else. I thought it was a little expensive for it, but he didn't ask for anything else. That's pretty so, awesome. Well, it, it, hey, it, it worked out for him. Well, it, it did because he can beat up a lot of people. <laughs> He's done a great job, Mort, over at UAB this year as the offensive coordinator. Got to see him play Georgia earlier this season. So impressed with that UAB offense and the job that he said. You must be proud. Well, we are. We are. I mean, and and uh, their numbers are pretty impressive considering everything they were facing. No offensive lineman back, a quarterback that, uh, you know, hadn't been productive. And, uh, yeah, so it's good. But you still want to win more games. And in this college atmosphere with what's going on, I mean, it, it's it's hard. These college coaches, they've got it tough. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to be head coach. I think, thank goodness, he, he's an offensive coordinator because a head coach, 
my mind would be exploding at, at, at these, especially these schools that are at that level uh, where he's at, like UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Yeah, but, we were talking about anyway, it getting the show started today with all this going on for these college coaches. My goodness, I mean, this is unbelievable. You got the first national signing day next Wednesday. You got the transfer portal this open. So you got to figure out who's coming, who's going, who you're going to bring in. Uh, you're playing a bowl game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just crazy out there for these guys. Yeah, and and look at the real quick. Look, look, look at the poor high school players. I mean, it's so much different for them in terms of how they're being recruited and being able to make a decision and having to wait. I mean, you know, Brady just closed his career, right? Yeah, yeah, that hadn't been easy. Uh, you know, we enjoyed it so much more, uh, and we got uh, the youngest. Rhett will be a senior next season, so we get to go right. through this one more one more year. No, good for you, because as the Mannings have often said, the high school careers of uh, of all their boys uh, was, was the were, best, were the most enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. More so, we got uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick. What a great run, huh? 24 years, six Super Bowl titles. Uh, what a great job. And I guess all good things have to come to an end. Well, I mean, uh, Tom Curran, who's covered the team a long time, said that when they lost to the Colts over in uh, Europe or Germany or wherever it was, uh, that Kraft had made up their mind. That was it. Now, there still wasn't the the finality of well, what happens if they turn around and went out, and the defense is playing decently. But I, I've always thought that both sides would probably come to the conclusion that we need to move on. Uh, the problem is you got to make sure you know who you're hiring, and they they I think they they feel like they had their coach on, on on staff, and I'll be interested to see where Belichick is coaching next year. I, but, oh, you uh, think he'll be coaching? Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't look. I think he'll be coaching. Could be wrong, but uh, I, I think he'll be coaching. More. What are your thoughts on Al Michaels? NBC going to shut him out of the playoffs this year? Well, I think the only thing that would bother me the most is that he found out through, you know, a reporter. Yeah, that's cold-blooded, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's if, if that's true, and it, it appears true because nobody's denied it, it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't NBC tell him that? And, and uh, I think that's my objection to it the most. And, uh, and you're talking about a legend. You're talking about maybe the greatest play-by-play announcer ever. Certainly somebody has given us, you know, described – our most iconic moments in our sports viewing and listening through the years. No doubt about it. More, what about the NFL playoffs? Are they, do you believe they would ever change the way they, they set it up now where, say, the NFC South, we're most likely going to have a team that wins the South with a losing record, and they will host a playoff game against a team that, that could be like 12-5 and five or or um, eleven and six, or something like that. It just doesn't seem right. Well, I think that it's been discussed every other year 
and they still feel that winning the division championship uh, has to have you know a certain importance to it. And you know, I think you you know winning on the road in the playoffs may not be as challenging as most people think. I think if you're playing good football, and by the way, a lot of people don't mind playing indoors if, if it was in Atlanta, but I, I think it would be discussed, but I don't think it changes. No, I think it stays the same. More and most importantly, do you think Kelsey and Taylor Swift would end up getting married? Well, since I read something last night, uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Oh, wow. What's, what's wrong with guessing yes? <laughs> Especially after the the loss they had to, to the Buffalo Bills the other night. I mean, you know, she felt worse than anything, so why not marry the guy who made a, an incredible play only to have it wiped out by a receiver who decided to line up over on the defense? Yeah, so you thought they, they should have thrown the flag on that. Yeah, and here's my point on this. You know, the... And I have been very critical of the officials. You know, that flag is thrown well before he knows the result of any play. And and I I realize, you know, and he did not ask the official, like, where he'd line up. But even going back to when I used to play, I used to play some receiver. uh, You know, we all knew as a wide receiver, check with the official to see if you're lined up okay. And he did not. When he pointed over the sideline, he's pointing to the east sideline. And so my feeling is, yeah, you know, if if that flag, it bothers me more that you get a pass interference downfield that wasn't at a critical time. More rest up for a big Christmas, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Me too. All right, let's go. Chris Morrison joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line, our truest NFL insider here on the Buck Blue Show and 680 The Fan. Always great to have Mort on. And that will lead us right in. Uh, grab the shades. It's time to go to the club. Shades on in the club. Time to head to the quarterback club. On a Wednesday morning, there's somebody saying, Blue, you crazy, man. You're just crazy. And today we're going to take a look at Ryan Puglisi, who is uh, signing with Georgia and joining the uh, Georgia Quarterback Club. Now, Got the other guy getting all the publicity right now for what appears to be a flip. Rayola looks like he's going to be flipping most likely to Nebraska, which makes sense to me. Being his dad was a big-time player there. His uncle is a coach there. Seems like they've busted out the checkbook and given him a big raise coming in there. Plus, the kid has had trouble making up his mind, I believe, four high schools in four years. And this is a a big-time talking point on social media right now with the Georgia fan base. I wish the young man luck. I wish him the best out at Nebraska if that's what he turns out uh, to do. And so I want to talk about the other quarterback in this recruiting class for the Georgia Bulldogs, Ryan Puglisi. 
and uh, took a look at him over the last couple of days, watched his junior highlight reel, and then studied the senior highlight reel. And here's a young man that's gotten better, and he was highly thought of as a junior quarterback. Todd Munkin started the recruiting process, and Mike Bobo has sealed the deal getting Puglisi in here. And what I've seen out of this young man, he's got a, uh, a quarterback, uh, big-time body, 6'2", 6'3", 205, 210, somewhere around there. And I see a guy that has really worked hard on his game, really polished quarterback, solid mechanics, well-rounded quarterback. He can do a little bit of everything. I mean, he, he looks good standing in the pocket, throwing the ball. Looks good on the move, throwing the ball around. He can throw it with velocity into the intermediate tight windows. Puts a little touch on that deep ball and the short ball, the underneath stuff. Can flight it into those intermediate zones. And a guy that can avoid pressure. Does a good job in the pocket avoiding the sack and the pressures. He's got some arm talent. I would say just looking at the arm talent, I'd I'd give him a seven and a half, uh, eight out of one to ten, ten being the highest. And this is a tough guy, both mentally and physically. Like the fact that when he avoids pressure, that he will protect himself. He's not going to run up in there and take the big shot. Shades on into club. I mean, he understands that this team that he's been playing with, the high school teammates, expect him to be there for all four quarters of every game. So he does a really good job of protecting himself, getting down, avoiding the big hit. And the most improvement I've seen out of Puglisi is a guy that has really improved his decision-making. His senior year compared to the junior year, you can tell he's really upgraded the football IQ as far as uh, making good, quick decisions with the football. Really like the progression I've seen out of, out of him there. I think he's more uh, athletic than Rayola as I compare the two. I've seen Puglisi get out of that pocket. I saw a spin move on that highlight reel, picking up the first down, escaping sacks, a little more athletic than the dude that's visiting Nebraska this weekend. Work ethic, really impressive. He's confident yet humble. I love that about Puglisi. That gives him the ability to lead. Really good pedigree, too. Elite 11 guy. Accurate with the football. Georgia's getting a good one. And Ryan Puglisi. Looking forward to seeing him more and want to welcome him to the Georgia Quarterback Club. Shades on in the club. That's what I think about that. Really enjoy breaking down these quarterbacks on video. I think it's the old quarterback coming out in me. All right, let's get to the, uh, the Bulldog Roundtable. Is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25 20, far sideline, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
continue with the quarterback talk here on the Bulldog Roundtable. A lot of talk about Carson Beck at the coffee shop. Had a few days off here recently, and I've hit a couple of the different coffee shops in our area. Catching up with the boys, seeing what they're talking about. And a lot of talk about Carson Beck. Is he going to the NFL? Is he coming back for one more year at Georgia? Checked with my sources, uh, getting some inside information on this right now. Carson Beck is undecided. He's got the exams that he's taking care of, working out, letting the process play out a little bit. Got bowl practice underway. 13 starts at the University of Georgia. And you've got 10 to 12 quality quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft. So this is as deep a draft uh, as far as quarterback depth goes that I, I've seen in recent memory. Right now, I think Kuyper has got Beck rated number five in this quarterback class if he came out, which he might do. A year ago, Hendon Hooker was the fifth quarterback selected. And he signed a deal worth $5.7 million. Good money if you can get it. A lot of reports out there, too, about Carson Beck and his people negotiating an NIL deal with the University of Georgia. Road Dog, you uh, familiar with what's going on there? There's some talk here locally about a deal close to $4 million to come back. What are you hearing, Road Dog? Well, I think the number keeps going up every day that we uh, progress because it was $3 million yesterday and $2 million before. So good for him. I hope he gets as much money as he can. And as I know it, uh, Carson Beck, he comes from a hardworking family, a working-class family down in Jacksonville. Dad owns his own business. Mother, a elementary school teacher, I believe. So... Making the move to the NFL, uh, if he was the fifth quarterback taken in the first round of the upcoming draft, and you're looking at close to five and a half to six million dollars, would certainly help his family moving forward, which can tug on any young athlete's heart. <clears throat> so that might be coming into play here. I think it's beneficial for Carson Beck to come back for another year. Especially with this NIL money, my man. He's only got 13 starts. So the NFL scouts would question that. They have not seen enough game video to really have a full understanding of what he's bringing to the table. I, I believe if Carson Beck did return next season, he would improve his draft stock. Instead of being the number five rated quarterback in the draft, he would have an opportunity to be the first, second, or third-rated quarterback in the draft. So you're talking about additional money that he could earn by coming back. Carson Beck would also be surrounded by a really talented core. So you're talking about winning big again next season. I believe with Georgia getting shut out of the playoffs that Beck still has this desire to win a championship at Georgia, that would give him an opportunity to accomplish that. So I would, uh, if I had his ear, I would encourage him to look seriously at coming back for one more year. 
What if Carson Beck left for the NFL? Hey, man, Gunnar Stockton, step up for the Orange Bowl against Florida State, my man. Right now, I'm sure he's taking uh, number two snaps at practice. Uh, Gunnar Stockton, highly thought of. He's been on campus for almost two years now. So he's totally comfortable in the system. And he's going to only get better with more and more reps with the number two offense and the number one offense moving forward. I'm really a, a, a really impressed, and I've always been impressed with Gunnar Stockton, who can do a little bit of everything, like I was talking about with Puglisi. Tough dude, can lead a team, can throw it, can run it, do a little bit of everything. I think Georgia, even if Beck leaves, is in really good shape at the quarterback spot as it relates to Gunnar Stockton stepping in and maybe uh, directing things in the Orange Bowl against Florida State and being QB1 in 2024. Have Ryan Puglisi on board as an early enrollee. He's going to be checking in the beginning of next month. Coming on in, so you're going to have a quality guy there. And I would expect, Georgia, you're going to see them, if, if Beck leaves, they're going to have to hit that transfer portal. Now, it won't be Riley Leonard, the kid from Duke. He is committed. He looks like he's heading off to Notre Dame. Georgia, I mean, they're finishing up their exams, I believe, today. So bowl practice could potentially start tomorrow or Friday or right. over the weekend. So this decision has to come out sooner than later, you would think, because Kirby's got to know what he has or what he needs to go get. No doubt about it. Wouldn't, wouldn't we think the longer we go... And these kids are making up their fan. mind where they're going. Yeah, I was just going to say, the longer we go, no news is good news. If you're a Georgia fan hoping for Carson Beck to come back, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think Beck's coming back. That would be my educated guess at this point in time. If we're reading the tea leaves based on the transfers yeah, the that have come, saying he's coming going back. out. Yeah, exactly. I tend to agree. I know Lose yesterday on uh, Chuck and Chernoff predicted that th even this year that Beck could be a potential back end of the first round draft. Right. So if you come back and play and you are able to re replicate what you did this year, you're moving up to the middle to the top. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's, that's a big jump in money. Right. Yeah, that's, I just laid that out just a moment ago here. Although you do, unfortunately, probably go to a, a, a team that's not in the best position to compete with you. That's always the downside yeah, of being the big at the thing top. for me, too, and I had mentioned this, is, look, you, you, go to, uh, you, you go to the NFL at this point. Probably you're going to be watching somebody else play next season. You come back, you're the number one guy on a team that can win big. And I think playing time is everything for these guys especially with the NIL being able to pay you good enough money to pass on the money the NFL would be giving you. So I think that's a big deal, too, we don't talk enough about. Going to the NFL, most likely, you're going to have to sit and watch. You stay in the game at the college level, you get to play and win big. But that's not always a bad thing. Ask Bryce Young how he feels. Maybe he wouldn't have mind sat sitting behind There's for no a year somebody. Yeah, no doubt about it. Georgia right now, 14 players they've lost in that transfer portal so far and have not added a single player yet. I know there's some uh, some reports circling out there about Trevor Etienne coming in at the running back spot. LT Overton, that name popping up. Georgia really needs to address that defensive front moving into next season, and they're going to have to do that in this transfer portal.
So a lot going on this time of the year. Hey, coming back on the other side, I'm going to tell you what's popping. As we wrap things up, you got the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 680 The Fan, Atlanta's holiday station, is proud to present the Christmas hits of Buck Blue. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, silent night, holy night. Yes, you'll get Buck's entire collection, including these favorites. Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Call now and get a bonus disc. Chuck Oliver sings disco hits absolutely free. Dancing Queen. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And that's coming from the Baloo family and everybody here at 680 The Fan. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. To order Buck Baloo Sings Christmas hits, call 404-231-1680. That's 404-231-1680 with rush delivery available for Christmas. Always such a great treat for us, Buck. Yeah, and don't forget the book, Inside the Hedges. You can purchase that at InsideTheHedges.com. The king of all media, Buck and his, or yeah, Buck we're trying his to books, do a little bit of everything. his albums, his radio show, his podcast. Hey, the more you can do is what uh, Bullet Clements, my grandfather, used to tell me. Son, the more that you can do, the better off you're going to be. Trying to take advantage of that great advice I got years ago. All right, let's see what's popping. Let's find out what's popping. All right, we're going to drop the uh, Buck Baloo show. Deep South All-Star team on you right now. Deep. The Deep South All-Star team. So, you know, in the past it's been the All-SEC team, but we're going to include some of the teams out of the Big 12 that are moving to the SEC next season. So we're talking about Oklahoma and Texas will make that move. Let's start over on the offensive side of the ball. My all-deep south quarterback, Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner out of LSU. What a great season he had. The backup, Jordan Travis out of Florida State. Right now he's walking around with a big cast on. So Jaden Daniels, the all-deep south quarterback. Running back. Got Cody Schrader out of Missouri. What a great season he had. Ray Davis out of Kentucky would be the backup with the all-Deep South team. 
So Cody Schrader out of Missouri, the running back. Tight end, a no-brainer, Brock Bowers. In spite of the injuries, another quality season. Best tight end in recent memory in college football. Brock Bowers, wishing him the best as he moves on, apparently. Now, one of the problems I have with some of these all-conference and all-American teams is they'll, they'll include two running backs and only two wide receivers. Let me try to clue these people in a little bit real quickly. This is 2023. Everybody's going with a three-wide receiver offense. So the Deep South team will include three wide receivers. Got Malik Neighbors out of LSU with a big season. Luther Burden out of Missouri, big timer this year. And Keon Coleman out of Florida State, Deep South, remember. So we're including ACC and Texas and Oklahoma out of the Big 12, including the SEC. So Malik Neighbors, Luther Burden, and uh, Keon Coleman are the three wide receivers. Offensive line, uh, Cedric Van Pran, the Georgia center. I've got him manning up that offensive line. Tyler Booker, left guard out of Alabama. Uh, you got uh, Javon Foster out of Missouri, the left tackle. I'm going Tate Ratledge as the right guard and J.C. Latham out of Alabama as the right tackle. Moving over to the defense, up front, interior defensive lineman. Deion Walker out of Kentucky, mountain of a man, had a really good season. I'm going Devondre Sweat out of, out of Texas as the other interior defensive lineman. Uh, Jared Verse out of Florida State on one edge. I've got Dallas Turner on the other side out of Alabama. Linebackers, Harold Perkins, LSU, and Edgerin Cooper out of Texas A&M. Cornerbacks, I'm going Kool-Aid McKinstry on one side. I've got Kamari Lassiter on the other. Two safeties, I'm going to go with Terion Arnold out of Alabama and Malachi Starks out of Georgia. The kicker, Will Reichard out of Alabama. The kick returner, Anaya Smith out of Texas A&M. And there's your Deep South, Buck Belusio, all-star team out of college football. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. And what's poppin' brought to you by Ace Hardware, your locally owned Ace. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Final word today, the mediocre Falcons and that three-year plan we've heard so much about has been a failure. It's time to make a change. Number one, at head coach, let's give Arthur Smith the pink slip. Number two, let's trade up and get a legitimate quarterback in here. Right now, the Falcons sit at number 11 in the first round. Going to have to move up to get Jaden Daniels, I believe. Look, the fans deserve better than mediocrity is what we've been getting. Empty seats at Mercedes-Benz. I'm tired of getting these bad Fox and CBS announced teams to do our games. Lousy. The interest level is clearly down. Pull the trigger. Get to the front of the line. And allow football people to make the decisions, please, up there at Flowery Branch. Just one man's opinion. There's the final word. Hey, it was good to be back today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Hope you'll join me then. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, bud. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corner Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.